say we're live but we're not we're live no we're not this is <laughs> this, not live this is 100% always pre-recorded yeah and oh my God. welcome what could you imagine if we were live yeah i feel like it'd be easier no just because then on your end yes but like i don't know <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's too much pressure a lot of pressure i guess so a lot i don't know i feel like it'd be easier to bounce some interactivity off of people and i guess sure but who would <laughs> listen to this live i don't know uh, my mom right now but <laughs> maybe maybe our, our listeners in costa rica and australia but true 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 but anyways welcome back to the rewatch podcast where we we the hosts uh aaron yes and i'm brooke uh, yes uh we the hosts rewatch mm-hmm. our favorite shows and talk about them, you know, episode by episode. Yeah. And currently, we are watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But before we get into the meat of the show, or the the uh, the gluten-free brown rice pasta episode of the show. What? For those of us here who don't eat the, uh, the meats. <sighs> okay. <laughs> which is just you. Uh, okay. <laughs> wait, you didn't like my funny little tangent? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you can, if you like the show, you can follow us on Instagram at trwp or trwpod. Mm-hmm. Pod, right? Pod. It's pod. Trwpod, which stands for the Rewatch Podcast. You can also like our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcast, where we post about this show and our other show, The Way the Pod Goes, which is in full swing once again. Yeah, it is. And then you can also go to. I say also a lot in this little okay. thing here there's too many things to say that's true well there's specifically three things to say actually four too many uh, four things you can email us at trwpod at gmail.com if you have any like questions or if you want to like send us like things to talk about for the the way the pod goes or if you have any comments about our our covering of brooklyn 99 any favorite moments that you want to talk about you can send it to us there at trwpod at gmail.com and then finally, for the whole beginning spiel, we have a Patreon that we put out like a week or two ago. Uh, it's Alternative Bird Podcasts on Patreon. You can support us there for a dollar, three dollars, or five dollars, and you know just give us a general support. Which uh, growing our Patreon will help us, you know, gain funds to get more equipment and expand the amount of content we can do. Yeah, our first goal is to get. A camera so we could have some um actual footage so, right like because spotify especially is saying they want to do a video for their podcasts right i heard uh with the um joe rogan announcement of him going over to spotify eventually right. the video f- of his podcast will also be exclusively on spotify right so we're thinking now would also be like a good time like now more than ever right would be a good time to transition to some sort of video but we don't have the camera right and we'd rather we like to use our phones to look at our notes so we'd rather not use our phones also they're not as good quality you know 
Yeah, it's not. It says 4K, but, but it really isn't. Is it 4K? Is it though? Is it? I'm not I sure. doubt. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, we'd like to do a video format of our show that'll probably eventually be on Spotify. And but also, you know, early access for patrons and exclusive shows eventually we'd like to do. Right. Through you know, your our listener support. Yes. And then also, you know, uh video editing uh programs cost money, which they do. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, cuz for some reason uh, you know, audio like download like uh, audio recording programs you know, once and done by but you know if you want to get final cut i got to pay that monthly fifty dollars yeah. or whatever it is that's not fun ridiculous it is ridiculous I hate subscription model software me too I don't enjoy it yeah anyways that's enough uh, uh intro um, intro talk time yeah. to get into the meat and brown rice pasta of this episode. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Season 2, Episode 4, Halloween 2. And this was written by Prentice Penny and directed by Eric Appel. Mmm. Yes. Mmm, <laughs> Prentice. Yeah. Almost an apprentice. So this is the return of the Halloween uh, edition that we get. Yeah, this is our ver- second ever, mm-hmm. which at the time, you know, it's really just kind of a Holt Jake kind of thing. Are you stealing my notes already? How dare you? I'm kidding. I already had that written down. <laughs> I was, it's my little made first talking point. It's <laughs> like how this is just a Jake and, and Holt thing. At, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing? I wasn't going to say anything more about that. <laughs> it's fine. I was just saying it. No, I love you. It's fine. <laughs> stealing the words right out your fingers. <laughs> um, so the opening of this show, Charles wants everyone to pick his Halloween costume. Because apparently no one ever gets them, but if they pick it, it's impossible for them to not get it. Yeah, so he wants them help with it. And he cycles through a few costumes. They're all like either pre-made or just terrible looking. Uh, (laughs) The last one was He-Man, and Jake was like, Martha Stewart. (laughs) And he like listed off like a whole bunch of other names that like were obviously wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And Charles wasn't getting it. Was just like, why is no one understanding what's happening? Yeah. And, and then like the final one was Gina. She was like, "Gay Robin Hood," and everybody was like, "Oh." Uh, and Charles was like, "No, no." They no, are clearly no. trolling him at that point. No, no. That's not no. real. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> and also, it's one, so not real. I think the first costume he was like a tangerine or something, and I think Jake guessed like a nipple. <laughs> oh, he said pack. Uh, like pack woman's nipples. Yeah. And and, and, <laughs> Charles, and Charles was like, like, "Those are brown." And Amy was like, "Why do you know that? Why do you know that? You, you see nipples? Oh my god! They're now yeah okay. Anyway, anyway. enough anatomy. <laughs> enough anatomy for what today. What a what a boilism intro. It really is a boilism. That in its entirety is a boilism. Let's go to the synopsis. What happened? Of this episode. What happens? So Jake and Holt's annual Halloween bet is ignited once again when Jake challenges Holt that he can steal the watch from his wi- wrist before midnight. His widow wrist. His widow wrist. His widow widow getting weird. Uh, meanwhile, Gina is upset that her dance team booted her from the squad, and Terry confronts her about this bad attitude of hers. Mm, this bad attitude. Yeah, bad attitude. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's everything that happens and. We're going to delve into, I guess, some talking points, some discussion things. 
this episode there isn't all that much meat to talk about to be yeah. honest uh-huh. there is it's it's very much it's one of those episodes that's quite chaotic in that yeah. it's like it's a goose chase it's one of those kind of episodes where it's like one thing after another after another after another and it's kind of a spiral right it, it's just like um honestly just like the last episode anything where there's like a competition or yeah. games going on it just uh, lessens the amount of like character development. Yeah, although, and, like, yeah, sorry, not to cut you off. Although, um, there are some cases like the last episode where the games um are the base of the story, and then the overlying things are character development and things that are like, I guess, the things that are happening are facilitating things for the characters and like right. development like Jake what he was going through with like Amy and his yeah, feelings yeah. like that was kind of um, a way to uh show the audience that mm-hmm. and point that out and draw on that a bit yeah, so yeah they do they do that sometimes with like games um where it's it's not about the games it's it's what's happening like in between the lines that's true you know yeah. um but for the most part you're right they it's not it's not very character heavy. This right. one isn't entirely character heavy. I'm mainly going to talk about decisions that are made mm-hmm. and that's really it. Uh, the first thing, the the heist format. So we're familiar with the way it operates in later seasons. And I think in the early seasons now, like as we're covering this, I forget what happens in the first season because that was so long ago that we covered it. Oh God. It was so long ago. I don't remember. I only remember the season seven one right now. Yeah. The first one, it was, I just remember because they talked about it for a brief moment. A brief moment. He, Jake was supposed to steal um, the Medal of Honor from right. Captain Holt's Medal office. Medal of Valor. Yeah, of Valor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They like, he, it was like in the safe and like Charles like fell through the ceiling and like typed in the safe number and took it out. And right. And I think, uh. Cheddar, Cheddar was involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cheddar was involved, right? I think Cheddar, was Cheddar involved in that one? Wait, no, that was the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah, but he was also involved before that. I don't know why I'm, I keep thinking about the Cheddar with the Infinity Gauntlet and everything. I keep thinking about that one. He, he I, ate I, the gems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a Hollow Easter one, right? Val, Easter. Valor Easter, yeah. Yeah, it. season seven. Yeah, yeah. So... Instead of the teams that we're familiar with, this is very much a Jake versus Holt, Holt kind of thing. It's like right. it's not even called a heist yet. Yeah, it's not. It's not a heist yet. It's it's more just a bet. Is a what bet they're and calling a challenge. It. Yeah, it's it, this is the how it all began. Yeah. So Jake thinks he has his team, but like it's revealed later on in the episode that they all they're all actually helping Holt. Right. So Jake is kind of flying solo and doesn't realize, except for Boyle. Boyle's always by his side, like a loyal golden retriever. Right. There was nothing, even if uh, Boyle agreed to do it, he would fail hilariously because he can't not help Jake at all costs. Even if he was like, you know, Holt was like, you got to do it or you're fired or something like that. He would, like, he I would just a- can't. He would attempt it, but he would not be able to go through with it. You're right. Mm-hmm. And so everyone is working against Jake course Boyle by his side always so it's an interesting format that we have going on here because I am I am so used to seeing them divided into teams and right, I totally they kind forgot of, how it operated in the early seasons yeah they got the um 
they started using the pairings method that they use in like uh, other episodes. Yeah, and to, I like, think make maybe, the story interesting. And I think maybe to make it less Jake heavy. Yeah, yeah. As as the show is in the early seasons. Right, and it's very Jake heavy right now because they, I don't know. I guess in the beginning when you don't get to know, I don't even know the reasoning. That's just how it works. It is, and I, we've discussed it before, in that it's um it's. Generally, you want to try and flesh out at least one character really well, but I think for the sake of comedy as well, they 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 might have wanted to incorporate more people into the heist as well because it's just funnier when everyone is being insane. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's why. And also, I don't know. Jake is the main character in the, in the <laughs> yeah. most, for the most part in these yeah. in these early seasons. Jake's like the head guy. So. That's kind of that. I don't know. I, I, it's, 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 it's a different format. It's really different. I, I totally forgot about it. And then Jake has this plan that he has been formulating for three months. He says three months. That's a lot of, that's a lot of brain power for Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause lot. I'm sure he like forgot about it multiple times. And then it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that thing. Right. Right. And so he, he does have his team. That's our, that's our core group. But he also enlists a criminal to help execute this plan. He's actually the the main um, focal point of it, like the the, right. the crucial step, I should say. And it's really odd. I found it odd how confident uh, he was in that he could trust this McCreary guy. Dan right. McCreary, is that his name? Yeah, it's like, well, since he's under my employ, he won't do anything against right. me but, but this guy who has absolutely no reason to help you and be loyal to you he's like oh he'll he'll help you know he'll he'll he won't betray me at all yep. but he ends up like you know he has this excitement and confidence that gets in the way that just allows this criminal to swindle him quote unquote because it's as we all know it's a part of holt's entire plan right. but he is able to swindle him so easily which and that's crazy also I feel like since Holt had the watch on his person the whole time, yeah, that what McCreary did in like taking Jake's like <laughs> Boyle's money and Jake's shoes, like yeah. that was entirely like not a part of Holt's That's plan. That's not a part. That of was the just plan. him actually taking advantage of right, the Right, right. So he doesn't see any of this coming at all, and like he yeah he gets swindled out of his shoes and money, like a uh, what was it, uh, Charles his one hundred twenty two dollars <laughs> and his lucky dollars. Two dollar bill him. that he found on the playground in kindergarten. Yeah, that's just this guy. But and honestly, that guy better have like skipped town because the mo- because they have his files, so they the do. Ma- they could just find him. And so it's it's so odd to me because it it seems like letting his code name is Fingers, letting Fingers go and then meet up later is kind of a glaring mistake on Jake's part. Yeah. Unless he, we don't get to see the entire thing behind the scenes, unless he was like, hey, once you acquire it, bring it to me immediately. Unless he was like, well, because it's a part of Holt's plan, maybe he convinced him to meet up later. I don't know. But it's so odd to me that that was such a, I don't know. It seems like such a slip up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. doesn't it yeah i could see it being like a girl and be like hey you i know what i'm doing you need to get that 
out of the crime scene as soon as possible so mm-hmm. it's not can't be found and jake would be right. like right yeah you're a criminal you because know what's going on. you'd think right away okay he's acquired he's acquired the watch just reveal bring it to jake and there it's over right he has it you'd well, think that would happen also there's a chance for if holt knows it's gone then that means if they reveal it right away that he has a chance to take it back. Well, he could just, if he just kept, if he just started walking over, like if he got some distance in between him and then revealed and like gave to Jake immediately. But right. The, but I then he know. knows about it. What do you mean? Because the bet ends at midnight. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why I thought that it was, he just has to acquire it and that's that. No, it ends at midnight. Whoever that has it sense. at midnight. Okay, never mind. So then, yeah, I guess that makes sense for him to meet up. But also, like... He could, he still could he have still just given it to have, him at the precinct. He sh- yeah, it should have been, like, a five minutes later type of thing. Yeah. Where he just meet up, like, a couple minutes later mm. in secret and swap, you know, just gift him. But he doesn't... Anything that leaves Jake more control in this situation than <laughs> what he think, did. You think, yeah, it, that would be a better idea. And so that that mistake <laughs> almost is, like, the first of many that go down because yep. Jake ends up on this wild goose chase that Holt has coordinated. It is all a part of his plan, except for maybe McCreary swindling him <laughs> out of his shoes. Also, um, when uh, that part where, where Amy is like placing the fire hydrant, yeah, like she's struggling with it. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why didn't you get a lighter prop? No. Why you, did you get like a hollowed out lead model? <laughs> like maybe, <laughs> maybe. Like she was going like, oh god. Like I don't know. There's got to be a reason for it. Maybe I have no idea. So it feels real if you would lean on it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Because like also, it's totally makes sense to play on the. Oh, I didn't realize I parked in front of a fire hydrant. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing into his every move mm-hmm. in this episode because what happens is he he's very quick-witted, but once he starts to panic, that panic kind of takes over a little bit, and that panic set in once he found out that the watch has this supposed emotional significance to Holt. Mm-hmm. It's important. It's an important right, yeah, piece. Yeah. And then McCreary has it, and then McCreary's just like, gotta keep it probably, and then he has to get it back, and it's a struggle and then you know it's it's in the car and the car is towed away and he has to go get the he has to go get the car and the mm-hmm. watch and it's just it's a spiraling mess it's not good but this emotional playing into this emotional side of it with the watch is honestly a really smart and subtle strategic move that Holt used i think to really assure that the plan worked because once he could get Jake kind of panicking and frantic, more frantic about it, then that increases the chances of this playing out the way he wanted. Right, yeah. You know, that's what I am seeing. Also, I just realized uh, Holt would have had to had uh, McCreary bring Jake to a secondary location like that in order to coordinate Jake's location with the party bus. Oh, right. Yeah. It's all it's all part of his plan. It's got to be all part of his plan, but I still don't think right. the swindling is a, part, is a part of it. No, no. <laughs> he definitely wasn't like, steal Jake's shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. Make sure you take his shoes so he gets stabbed when he's walking. By no. Yeah, he was like, ah, glass, ah, syringe. Syringe, no. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he has to get a shot for that. Oh, no. Uh, So 
yeah, it's just throughout the night, these little things are slipping past him as he's panicking more and more. Uh, like, you know, being held up by those bears. And then he lost his wallet and his badge on the bus. Didn't even realize it. And it wasn't even taken by McCreary. It was taken by... Rosa and Holt. Yeah. <laughs> he just pickpocketed him and he didn't even notice. And so I think what this really is, is showing is some of his inexperience, perhaps. Because we are starting out the show fair, fairly early with this character. This is yeah, only yeah. season two. You know, early season two. And so it's just showing some experience and he is a lot sharper in the later seasons. Yeah. And I mean, he is still like a really good officer just because yes. of his like experience with like the whole mob sting. Of course. Like that would have taken, had to take like a lot of hard work and concentration. Of course. But like he isn't at the point where he like recognizes things in situations where he quote unquote like shouldn't be worried. Right. Right. Yeah, there's some confidence issues, things that kind of get him a little bit like things are okay. This will this will be fine. Yeah, that and the immaturity in the like, ooh, I'm going to party on the party bus while yeah, I wait he, until we get there. He's like, all right, Halloween. Uh, also, Hulk, Halloween. That was such a weird voice he did. <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> what was that? that it's so oh god it, it like bothers me to hear the two monotone like serious characters on the show like portraying like party goers i know because rosa with the high-pitched voice oh my god and then holt with the more dude yeah type of accent i don't know what even call that <laughs> just not like hello i am captain holt very like, loose yeah and seeing rosa <laughs> Like she's like dancing and like what like, is hey, that? Hey, let's dance. Yeah. That is not Rosa. That's what's funny about it. <laughs> it's just not. They're both not the characters we're able to camouflage themselves. So Same well. as like uh, Rosa's like disguise for like the games in the last episode. Like right. I mean, like excuse me, I need help with something. And it's like yeah, she's like putting on her like her like blonde voice. I love when they do insert that a little bit when she's like undercover or in a character. And they have her pull out this high-pitched voice because her voice isn't actually that deep. Right. She puts that on. You she could put, tell yeah. in the earlier seasons that she's, like, getting used to it. Yeah. Or she's, like, trying to find Rose's voice. Right, yeah. it used to be higher. It used to be a little bit higher, for sure. And so it's kind of deepened as we've, yes. as she's we've gone set, on. Yes, she's settled into Rose's voice. Which, and, you know, I didn't think of anything of it when I first watched this. Right, I didn't notice it at all. Yeah. The second time after seeing... And then seeing interviews. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't seen any interviews. Oh, I've heard her speak. Yeah. Well, I, I was guessing her voice isn't actually that deep, but it's probably also not that high. No, it's not high either, but like it's it's no, somewhere in the middle. Voice. Yeah, it's just a normal <laughs> voice. It's, it's just not that deep, right. I believe. And so it's just funny. I, I love her so much. Oh, my gosh. Seeing them out of character like that's hilarious. It's cute. And then... Let's hop over to Gina real quick in her situation because there's a lot going on there that we can talk about. <laughs> she is, she's getting out of work by using this excuse that she has some urgent matter to attend to. Mm -hmm. And that's because, she, you know, she's getting out of this, uh, what is it? They're, they're like making, uh, Oh, yeah, baskets. they're, like, making candy baskets for kids for, like, you know, safe Halloween. It's, you know, tedious, 
perhaps boring work. Right, monotonous. And so monotonous. And so she's getting out of it. And later on, the three of them find out, Rosa, Amy, and Terry, they find out that really she went and practiced for, with her uh, dance team, Orgasm. Right. Yeah. And so when they found <laughs> that out, they were like, that's your urgent matter. Like, that's what you did. That's that's shitty. Like, you, you got out of work to this, this boring work to do that. And so she's doing that thing that coworkers can't stand where you're avoiding work with a very bad excuse. And right. you're like, you're like, uh, bullshit, a uh, bullshit. It's and even like, Rosa and Amy were like, mm, you think you're gonna, you can let her go, Terry? They even knew. Yeah, they knew. And, and it's like, you know, none, none of them really want to be doing that. But like, right. you know, it's the job. You do the job. Right. And so <laughs> that's just Gina. And we do find out more about what's going really going on with her. And so I'll touch on that in a bit. But don't do that. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't just don't be Gina. Oh my gosh. I think it I'm just, bringing this up just to tell you don't be Gina. It just reminds me of like in high school, like whenever I had like group projects and there was like oh, no. a band kid in the group project and he was like, oh, well, it's time for me to go down to the band Well, room. I got banned, like, so I have to practice the entire day. And it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, no, we have a thing to do. You sit down. No. Right, right. It was so uh, uh, it was band kids. Plus like, it's like notorious that like band kids are like, because for some reason schools don't know how to schedule music. No, they don't. And they're just like randomly throughout the day they have lessons in the middle of I their know. regular classes, yeah. and they will entirely lie and make up when they have to go down <laughs> to their lessons That's so why that I just they said like they're they're practicing all day. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm busy. I'm practicing all day. <laughs> and I'm just and I'm just like wait what. Are, and a lot of the time, it seemed like the music teachers knew about it, and they mm-hmm. were just like letting it happen, letting it happen. Oh my god! Yeah, don't be that kid. Don't don't be Gina. Don't don't do that. So none of us want to be here when we're doing. It. Yeah, I mean, she could have been completely honest about what's actually going on with her situation, and it may have been a little like, it it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, but that's just not the Gina way. No. She, it's not the Gina way. She has a character that she puts on almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, and she has to maintain that kind of. There's character. a certain vibe she's going for. A vibe. Yeah. It's she's aware of it. She talks. She talks about it. She like mentions it in, the, in this episode that it's. Uh, I don't not know. like her. Yeah, yeah it's, it goes against like what she is. Yeah, sort yeah. of is kind of what she's saying. Which is weird because she is because we find out like also in like season one. When Jake almost loses his apartment and ends up like, Gina ends up buying it. Right. Like, that like Gina is actually like a really responsible adult. It's so weird. <laughs> but right? like she puts on the attitude of like a, I don't know, like an irresponsible person. Yeah. Because that's what Terry was calling her out on was you're being irresponsible. You're you first you blew off work and now and then you know you find out that she blew off her some of her. Eight of her, uh, what was it? Floorgasm practices. Yeah, yeah, the practices. The rehearsals. The rehearsals is what, what I was looking for. And so he's like, well, you're being irresponsible. And then you find out, like, no, she really isn't all that. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But yeah, she is. she does put on this act that she's almost, like, crazier than she is. You know? Yeah. Anyway. So I want to talk about the show format just a, a little bit because it's something I'm observing 
a little more as we're working through season two. As we're re-watching. Yeah. And so plot A normally revolves around Jake and like whether he's either progressing as a character or just being like entertaining, you know. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Stop that. Stop looking at me like that. I was giving her a weird stare down. I didn't like it. <laughs> Stop. So that's usually plot A. And then right. the second plot, plot B, tends to have some sort of development with the secondary characters. I'm calling them secondary because I don't know what else to call them. The other cast. In this case, like characters like Amy and Rosa and Terry were kind of pushed aside to show more of the human side of Gina. The, the more inner, like the, the workings of Gina, what she's doing, what's going on with her life. And this is a format we typically see commonly. It's not always. And so... As these character stories rotate, we get like a better understanding of these characters, this cast that we have. Yeah, they give like little side plots, like one by one for like each character. Because there's not enough room every episode to touch on everybody, and there's not enough time. There's not, it's too crowded. That'd be weird. Mm -hmm. That's not normally how stories work. So sometimes there is a plot C, and also sometimes characters end up alongside chicks plot a to get more fleshed out mm-hmm. it just depends on the structure of the stories but that's what i'm observing from yeah. season two so yeah, far the format the format that they yeah uh, it's just very jake heavy yeah in these in this season and season one that's so. originally how in season one we took notes for a little while was you you would do like Here's the plot A, then right. we jump to plot B. And yeah, like, I remember that, and it was grueling, and I hated it. <laughs> it was not. It was not a very effective way to take notes. It wasn't, and it was boring. We're touching, sorry about touching that, on guys. the touching on the format is definitely, yeah, fun though. It is fun. It's like just like real life, how you and your group of friends all have your um, pivotal life moments in sequential order. Right. No one goes through things at the same time. No one has conflicting or, you know, emotional turmoil at the same time. Oh, no. My rabbit is demanding attention from me. She's early. She's she's so early. You got 20 minutes. 20 minutes. See, she always comes and sits in her I want pets position at 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. every day. It's very cute. But she's sitting over there at 6.40 and, you know, you're early. (laughs) I'm I'm just curious to see now when when Jake stops being like in plot A at some point. I don't know if that's happened or well, at when, least when they're when it when seems like they're all equally right. at the forefront. Because at some point it becomes less of like the the characters' individual like storylines, and it becomes the precincts storyline. It does. Like they go through like group arcs instead of like the, they're doing like character arcs. Yeah. And I think that's probably just important to do first so we can get to know our characters and then how they function as a whole. It makes sense, but I'm just curious to see now when that kind of diverges and changes, but we'll see. We'll see. Now let's go to some jokes and quotes. Jokes and quotes. Favorites I that I liked. When Jake is executing that plan, the fir- the the attempt to take Holt's watch, Rosa uh, well Terry first Terry knocks the knob off the door and then Rosa somersaults <laughs> over to the door. Somersault's not necessary. Yeah, he's like, it's not necessary. 
And then Rosa replies, disagree. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> He's being stylish. 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 <laughs> In the hallway. Stylish. And, <laughs> and then when Fingers finally grabbed the watch, Jake says, Fingers has grabbed the package. Oh. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> and then when Holt is explaining the significance of the watch, Jake says, oh, a death watch. Cool. <laughs> then, a death watch. And then Holt is like, please never call it that. <laughs> please. Subtle Star Wars Clone Wars reference. Yeah. There's a death watch for the Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> I also loved the this quote when when Jake is being swindled by the criminal. Right. Says, I would thank you, but even for a criminal, your customer service has been abysmal. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> customer service. I love that. <laughs> even for a criminal. Yeah. And so also, I, I just, I love that he's been planning for three months, but Holt was planning his whole thing for a year. An entire year. An entire year. So yeah, when he lost last year, he didn't he didn't start doing everyone's paperwork right away. He he start or Jake's paperwork right away. He so he planned his revenge, and started with a word cloud. A word cloud. Did you ever use a word cloud? I have, in elementary school. I never. I I think I learned about that one like one or two times and never used it. Yeah, I never used it. But also, that's just very Holt. <laughs> to you to start his plan with a word cloud. He's like, I need a format to gather my thoughts <laughs> and then one last thing jake doesn't believe you can wash a car <laughs> oh yeah he's like uh, he's like oh, actually i had them wash it it's like <laughs> that's funny can't, you can't wash a car can't wash a car what do you what do you mean what does that mean you can wash anything uh, yeah for the most part what do you mean for the most part i don't know what can't you wash can you wash a couch yeah Okay. Well, you can wipe it down. That's well, not washing. <laughs> what's the difference between cleaning and washing? Um, I think when it's very sudsy. Okay. Soapy. That's like a wash. Got it. When you're just wiping it down with like a cloth. Okay. It's different. I don't know. Could you? Uh, we have a leather couch or yeah, pleather. It's like a fake leather material. Yeah. Like if we took it outside and hosed it down. Well, we have to make sure it's very dry. It's completely dry. Right. We don't want any have, mold like, growing. There's, like, in there's the... like crevices, crevasses. Yeah, there's many crevasses. Crevasses. I Cre lost. I lost a, a Pringles lid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, you in lost the crevasses. It yeah. Oh, I was uh, mad because I lost it, and I was like, "Where'd it go? Like, that's impossible." The semantics of washing. Uh. -uh. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, boilism. Let's let's go into boilism because there's, there's quite a few. Yes. So the whole intro was a boilism. <laughs> yeah. During the initial like start of the plan. Yeah. When they meet up, and then Jake introduces fingers to right. to Dan McCreary. Yeah. Boyle wanted his nickname for the heist to be the Deuce, <laughs> and Jake re recommended that he rethink it, but. Boyle is like, it's like Ace, but twice as cool. <laughs> and Jake says, it is not. It is a turd. <laughs> and he goes, disagree. And like his face is He's just like, like mm, I disagree. Oh. oh my God. Speaking of, speaking of deuce. Oh yeah. She's doing one. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm just oh, yeah. watching her rabbit from afar. It's a turd. Yeah. And then when Fingers is showing what he can do, 
he reveals the croissant he stole from Boyle's pocket. Um, what? Excuse and me? He also placed the turkey, I guess, that was in the croissant in Boyle's shirt pocket. He had sandwich meats he in had his meats. Po- on his person. He had, like, he had croissant and meats on his person. And this guy just took it. What are you doing? What is it? A snack for later. Oh, my God. Uh, why does he have food? You can't have... It needs to be refrigerated. <sighs> Eat it in a timely manner. And uh. then when they are conducting the plan, he insisted that Jake say time to drop a deuce <laughs> when it's his time to drop some balls on... Right. If he insisted that, he had to have realized that there's poop going on. Yeah. But, you know, it's boiled. Uh. He also kind of ignores the meaning or doesn't quite... I had another man deep inside of me all this time. I will never forget (laughs) that. That's the best one. (laughs) And then when they're picking up the package that McCreary left left at the bar for Jake that was supposed to contain the watch. Right. Charles insisted that that they record a video. And Charles wanted to pinch Jake's lips to make them fuller for the video. (laughs) And he goes like, all right, well, if you want like thin lips or something like that for the video, that's on you. Something (laughs) like that. Okay. It wasn't thin lips, but it was like dead lips or something like that. It yeah. was like it was like you know not lively lips. Yes, I'm like what? <laughs> okay, and then he, oh my god, he was like covering it in like Jake action news. Yeah, and he like Jake tossed his phone, which is he yeeted it. That's broken. He yeeted that. It is 100 broken. Yoded. <laughs> He's like good idea. Media blackout. He's like immediately justifying justifying all of Jake's actions. <laughs> he always <laughs> justifies his actions. He can do no wrong. And then let's move on to some Linetti spaghetti. Ooh. Still yes. the current name. That's the current name. Yeah, we're just going to go with it. it. Sounds like it's, it's a good prank. It's just some fucky stuff that, that Gina does. Yes. Uh, supposedly, Gina has checked herself out in every re- reflective surface in the precinct, including Amy's lip gloss. Apparently, she looks better when she frowns. <laughs> well, no, she said that uh, Gina looks better when Amy frowns. I thought it was she looks better when she frowns. Like she looks better in the reflection of her lips when she frowns. Oh. That was what she was saying. When, oh. when she frowns, she gets a better view of herself versus when she's smiling. Oh, wow. Oh, my brain did not work. For some reason, <laughs> I was thinking that the lip gloss was like one of those things where you flip up the makeup and there's a mirror in it. Oh, no. No, no just literally actual, in the gloss. Like it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's of reflective. Amy's lips. Yeah, she looks better when she frowns. Got it, glossy. Okay. Yeah, glossy, Got reflective. It. I don't know how I how <laughs> I missed that. Got it. And then when Terry is actually talking to Gina, he he asks her, "Is everything okay with your family?" And right, Gina, she's like, "There's an emergency." Yeah, and Gina's like, "Family? What? No, this is serious." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's weird because we, we said earlier that there's like a true Gina that we get like a, that's like a responsible adult and then the persona right. that she puts on. But like there's a little bit of that persona is kind of true. Like, it blends. Gina it, has a blurred line. Gina has some weird priorities. There's a blurred line for sure. And then Not character, the <laughs> some character knowledge, which also ties into Gina. She is on that dance team, Florgasm, but she founded it. She actually made it, which... I think it's obvious by the name that she founded it, if we're being honest. Gasm. Florgasm. That's obviously Gina. That's <laughs> Gina's handiwork, like, as if she signed it. It's like, that's that's Gina. Right. And then 
we also find out that the reason she had been missing practice for florgasm was because she was going to college at night to get her bachelor's degree. Oh, look at that. So she's studying, doing florgasm, was, and working, which is which is a tight, that's a tight schedule. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a very full schedule. Been there. I know you've been there. <laughs> and I, it didn't work out, but. it's It's really <laughs> tough in terms of longevity. Yeah. It's hard to maintain that. And then lessons, takeaways, there are none. There aren't really any. And what, what am I supposed to what? Always wear a fake watch under your real watch. Always wear, yeah. So that when someone steals and puts on another fake watch. Yeah, when someone pickpockets you and also takes your watch. You're like, haha, I was wearing 10 watches. I was wearing 20. They're on my legs. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's our episode. That's it. Yep. That's Halloween too. Jake, not, Jake not loses the, terribly. Like, just terribly. Not and the Michael Myers movie. They're all in on it. No. <laughs> it's just funny because everyone, essentially, besides Boyle, worked against Jake. Right. They he, Boyle literally had to be carried away by Terry. He got kidnapped by Terry. That's so funny. I do love the way that uh, Holt got that recording of Boyle saying, Hey, party bus. Get on. <laughs> but from a meeting, like, previously, he was like, yeah. perfect opportunity. Yeah. I do love that. I feel like a year's worth of planning like that, like, that had to be, like, kind of fluid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're always, like, your mind is open to opportunities and ideas. I think so. I, it's it's not like he had the whole thing from the get-go, but as opportunities popped up, he was planting seeds like using McCreary, knowing that Jake would use this pickpocket and also first drawing attention to his watch and making that the target and then inserting McCreary into the equation so that he would be the person that he uses and then all these other things. So it was very fluid. And I bet my my thought was that um, Holt probably like saw Boyle get up and recorded him he probably had multiple different recordings. Oh of, yeah, to see like which one, which one would, would fit. Yeah, because it's not a one-time thing. You don't know what he's gonna right. say. Sometimes you don't know. You, n- right. you never know what's gonna come out of that man's mouth. He like jumps up and goes like poo poo pee pee piss or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe for you. Maybe you <laughs> would jump up and say that. What? No. What? No. Oh, like my. that popular horror movie, pee pee poo poo man. Nope, I don't know it. I actually don't know the actual title of that movie. What? 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 There, there was a movie that came out, and like people like photoshopped the the poster just for it to say "pee pee poo poo man." I don't know what you're talking. It about. was just like years ago, but it was oh like my. all I know is "pee pee poo poo man." That's and what I don't you know. know, and I know and That's I don't excellent advertising. <laughs> I don't know what the actual title of the movie is. Whatever that advertising is, we have to replicate it. Pee pee poo poo man. That's great. Uh, All right. So we're done here. Yep. Ready a little shorter. A little shorter than usual because there isn't much to talk about with this episode. It's not light. a ton. It's it's mostly entertaining. It's yeah. mostly just funny Fun and ridiculous. It's just showing Holt and Jake and they're kinda more I don't want to say playful side, but like, you know, they're just kind of not working. When you say playful, I imagine them like uh, lightly slapping water each other in a pool. Aw, cute. In the shallow end of oh, the I pool. I can see that. They're just going, hee 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 They would totally do that. 
<laughs> I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I guess we're done. We're done. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, you can follow us or leave a rating on whatever podcast format you listen to. And follow us once again on Instagram, trwpod. You can email us, trwpod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcasts, for anything related to this show or the way the pod goes, our other show, where we talk about whatever. Right. And uh, any other news regarding uh, what's going on. And alternatively, uh, not alternative, birdly, <laughs> uh, uh, you can uh, go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash ABP, and become a patron of ours. And you can get all of our episodes a day before they come out. And uh, if you subscribe up to the $5 tier, we'll send you a postcard. Yeah, a postcard by yours truly. Well, handwritten note. And that's all for now. Until we reach some goals and we're able to put on a video format and make additional shows, like we said earlier. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We love you. Bye. Bye.